episode number 27 mm. of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the zoo, part two. Welcome to the zoo. <laughs> We're talking about co-workers some more. If you haven't heard part one of our Welcome to the Zoo short series where we're talking about the different personalities in the workplace, I advise you to go back and listen to that first and then come join us on this episode so you can get a full scope of the the seven different types of personalities we're going to be talking about. That's why it's called Welcome to the Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You know how we do. Grab your pens and your papers. Kick back if you need to get a cup of coffee, a sip of tea, something like that. Do that, and then check this intro. And we're back. Mm. Episode 27 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is BTC. You can check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Search Beyond the Cubicle and look for us there. We put out the uh, the video episodes. No video this week, though. Uh, we'll, we'll catch back up on that in a couple of weeks. Had a little bit of technical difficulties today. I'm going to have a new hairstyle for the next video. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, if you're checking us out on the Apple Podcast app, please rate and leave us a review. Five stars, five Mm -hmm. stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, It helps other people find us on the platform. And if you don't know, my name is Brian Montgomery. And this is Eric Kelly. Yes, yes. Today's topic, we're picking up where we left off um, by going through the remaining four of the seven Mm -hmm. of the uh, seven personality types that you can find in your coworkers. Right. And let's just set it up from the beginning. Just set it up. Work is rough as it is, but it's not the technical part that gets on your last nerve. Nope. It's the people that are breathing. This is the people that are breathing. So we weren't saying welcome to the zoo like everybody's an animal, but we know some critters have been let loose where you work. And you love to call the exterminator. Man. <laughs> Look. <laughs> you know, what keeps us up at night are the people problems. Yeah. You know, you, you go home, man, they said this to me. It was a person. It wasn't the work or yeah, the job, spreadsheet or the software. Nope. It's like, what is wrong with this person? Not at all. Okay, our, our first one? Well, hold on. I want to okay. take a step back. Okay. I realized we, we didn't do this on the last episode. Though. Okay. Like, what's the what, what do you think is the importance of why we need to even understand these different personality types? How does that benefit us in any way? Um, okay, I'm gonna try to use right analysis. You said right analysis. You, you, you're walking through a minefield, yes, and you are when you go to work. Now, some people are oblivious to that until something blows up and then mm-hmm. they get their feelings hurt. Then they go, Wow, this isn't what I thought it was. But when you go to work, your challenge is going to be about dealing with people. You're going to get promoted because people liked you and thought you should be. You're going to get held back. Same reason. If they don't like you, your raises are depending upon people. Some of you thought it was based on your work. You do have to work. But after that, it's going to be a person that determines that. Uh, whether Whether you're put on special projects, it's going to be a person. So people... And your interactions with people and your relationships with people are going to determine what happens to your career. And, you know, I, I, sometimes I think 
a a typical mindset is, especially when it comes to coworkers and mm-hmm. the different personalities with the coworkers. Mm-hmm. A typical mindset is like, uh, why do I have to deal with them? Like, or or you kind of dismiss them because mm-hmm. you think that only the bosses matter in terms mm-hmm. of your upper mobility, right? No. Your upper moving in in the company. <laughs> no, they are. Everybody's connected. And by mm-hmm. the way, you don't know which ones of your coworkers the other boss is like. Right. So, or who your boss secretly likes. I mean, right. you have no idea. Your job is to work to get the job done and get get along with the folks that you work with, even if they are bat crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and if y'all feel that in, y'all need to sit down and pray right now. If you feel that in. Right. But they can be that far gone, uh-huh. and you still have to manage that relationship positively. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to make sure we, we understood that, you know? I feel you. Okay, what's the first one? All right, so, um, well, a quick recap. Mm-hmm. Quick recap. Let's let's do that. Quick had, recap. So three before. Yeah, on on the last episode we covered three. We covered the solo artist who mm-hmm. who is who is what we call the extreme introvert. Somebody mm-hmm. who likes to kind of do things on their own. They mm-hmm. like to just come to work, do their work, not mm-hmm. socialize, go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we covered the master of illusion, the person who just can't <laughs> seem to be around or be found. When it's time to get some work. When done. it's time to get some work done. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then of course we covered. Everybody's favorite, not the upward manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. AKA bleep, bleep, bleep. AKA pucker up. That giant suckers. <laughs> right. Yes. Today, mm-hmm. we're going to cover four, five, and six, oh, yeah. and seven. Okay, we have. So we're going to cover everybody's best friend. We'll cover that. Mm-hmm. Ticking time bomb personality oh. type. Uh-oh. The woe is me personality type. Mm hmm. And the ego monster okay. personality type. Okay. So I think what I want to do on this one, though, is kind of cover how we would deal with them as a coworker and how if you put yourself in back in your management hat, mm-hmm. okay, and then you can tell us how you would deal with that person if you were managing them. Okay. One more setup. Can I go. go? One more thing. The only reason a company is in business is to make money. Yes. So all of these personalities, if they get in the way in <laughs> any shape or form right. of the organization making money, is perceived as negative and they will be dealt with severely. Right. So, would, would you say, Yeah. and this is a side tangent, mm-hmm. would you say that in most situations that everybody is expendable? Oh, absolutely. Are there any cases where somebody would not be? Uh, no. Once there's knowledge transfer, mm-hmm. once there's knowledge transfer of a particular thing, mm-hmm. uh, that person becomes expendable unless they are able to consistently recreate added value mm-hmm. that nobody else in that organization has. So in other words, if you're getting better and better at doing something that nobody else can do, mm-hmm. first of all, you are expendable because if you get hit by a bus, trust me, we all go on right. and we go to lunch the day after you get hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've kind of come around. I've changed my mindset over the, the last few years when it comes to that because mm-hmm. at one point, just kind of looking at other people that I've seen kind of like be around a company for a while, I'm like, oh, wow, man, that, that person has made themselves indispensable. Impossible. But then I start to look at it like, well... <laughs> If they decide to get rid of that person, yes, that person may have a lot of important responsibility or that person right. may know 
the entire uh, ins and outs of a process, forwards and backwards. They may have created the process. But I think about it like, oh, you know what? It'll be a growing pain for about a year, but the company will get over it. And if they find somebody really smart, it won't last a year. This is true. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now slide these people in here. Now slide these people in here. Everybody's best friend. Oh. So here's everybody's best friend. Yes. Everybody's best friend is a true extrovert, according okay. to Fundera okay. in this article on Fundera. Okay. They're prone to office gossip. You'll find this employee hanging out in the break room, stopping by other people's desks, and basically anywhere that doesn't involve attending to their own work. Oh, that one. So they are stealing your time and making you less efficient at your job. Right. And they themselves, Ooh. I don't even know if they're being efficient, right? Ooh. So how will we deal with these, these this person as a co-worker? Um, ooh, they're taking your time. So here, here's what I would say. Okay. And mm. I think people who end up listening to this is, is going to pick up on a thread in a lot of my answers going forward, or even probably the entirety of what we've put out so far. Like, I'm I'm big on now trying to get to the human connection part of work. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm big on that. Absolutely. I'm big on trying to get to the human connection. So, everybody's best friend. Of course... You see this person floating around the office all the time. You see this person, uh, you know, chit, you know, chit chatting with everybody. They know all the ins and outs of what's happening with the with what's just going on in the office. Oh, this person got pulled in. They may be getting let go and blah 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 blah. Right, right, right. right. So here's my thing: establish a relationship with them, but be sure, be sure to establish boundaries. Okay. Right. You got to establish your boundaries. Like, I mean, we we can pretty much pretty much say that the everybody's best friend uh personality type is an extrovert. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. And extroverts need extroverts need to have clear boundaries set for them by the other people that they're extroverts. extroverting on. They just like people for no apparent reason. Right. They just want to hang out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so 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 that's that's what I would say. Set clear boundaries. Um this one might be a little interesting though. I would say keep a pair of earbuds. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I do that at the gym. Right. I put some headphones on. No music is playing. No music. But I do not want you coming over there talking to me. Right. Yeah, I'm good. I, I would say, yeah, keep 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 a pair of earbuds near. Or if that if that if if they don't get that non that nonverbal cue, yeah, yeah. Get some headphones. Get, get some headphones. And then when they come up to you, yeah. just kinda go. Yeah, one, one second, one second, one second. Now, it's not that they're really carried away about that. They want to bother somebody right now. Right, right, so right. They leave you to go bother somebody else. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Did it come out? So that's your, uh, that's your... Everybody's best friend. Yeah. Or they'll pick a topic mm-hmm. of gossip Yeah. that's intriguing. I, just ignore it. Yeah. Ignore it. So, all right, so, but if you were managing this person, how would you manage the, the, the office gossip or... Somebody who's trying to be all over the place in the office. If I'm managing that person right then and there, mm-hmm. I, and I see that, right, 
I don't have to be a jerk about it, but I would keep them so busy because obviously they're not focused on doing their task if they have time to go around and talk. Right. So if they're not focused on doing their work, oh, man. I would say, hey, Bobby, come in and talk to you. Yeah. I need four more things done. Mm, I see. I get you. And eventually Bobby would say, the more I talk, the more work <laughs> I get. I'm going to sit my rear end down yeah. and, and get settled. So. Now, here's the thing, though. Just socializing in the office is not an issue. No. But when you do it to the point where you're causing other people not to get their responsibilities taken care of you or you're disrupting, like yeah. that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. Right. And if you're hanging out all day in the break room, remember, we're trying to get paid. So if we're hanging out all day in the break room, in the coffee room and whatever, yeah, we're, we're, we're messing up. So if you're the boss and this is kind of your... Every, everybody's best friend, personality, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you're going to get some extra work. Oh, yeah. All right. Next one. Okay. The ticking time bomb. <laughs> I, personally, I, I, I have, I'm trying to think, have I ever seen, oh. I don't think I've ever encountered like a ticking time man, bomb, man. per se. You know somebody's just mad all the time. Oh, I take that back. Yeah. I take that back. Yeah. Okay. Just mad. Just wake up mad. Take that back. Yeah. Take that back. Story time real quick. Okay. Right? Okay. Go ahead. All right. So back when I was in Atlanta, mm -hmm. okay, um, my boss had just hired this this young lady and uh, boss had just hired this young lady mm -hmm. and, you know, my boss at the time was micromanager. Oh. I knew how to handle her. But new people coming in didn't didn't quite get it, okay? And so one day we're <laughs> so one day we're all kind of sitting at our at our little desk, and she just keeps going around and just talking to this young lady. Uh, have you done this? Um, make sure you get that done. And you can tell. I mean, she was turning fire red. Oh, the the person she was yeah the, the employee. Okay, okay, and so okay, we're okay, sitting there like, okay. yo, we don't know how long this is gonna last, bro. So then she keeps going. She keeps going. She keeps going. Then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just stop F talking to me. And we're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like, what? Oh, she said that to the boss? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a short That's going to be a short day. It's like, what? Yeah, that's that's okay. Uh, yeah. And she was politely escorted to HR, and uh, we didn't see her anymore yeah. the rest of that day or the rest of our time working there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Sandwich in here. Right. Do not drop the F-bomb on your boss. Nah. That's not, not a good career move. Nah. That I mean, tends to affect paycheck. The best thing to do. All right. If you are the ticking time bomb, okay, you have to learn to count to ten, and you have to just walk away, take a breath, take the day. Just tell them something came up, and you need to go take a moment. Yeah, because in those cases, man, you just never know what people are going through. One, yeah, and so sometimes, like, you might not need to be at work that day. Yeah, or for a stretch of time. Yeah. Now, if you're the coworker, again, I'll go to what I was saying earlier. It's, it's the human connection. Try to befriend them. Yeah. Try to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. Offer, um, you know, support. a listening ear yeah, and support, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, also, if you feel if you feel like you're watching them and they might be trending towards the blow up. <laughs> hey, 
You want to go get a Coke or something? Right. You want to go get a coffee? Hey, man, just go home. Just, yeah. I, I, just, just now, tell them you got something to do. Just I go got, home. I got a thing on this one to my people of faith. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about religious people. Right. No rules. I'm talking about people of faith that know how to, to like, you know, God, can you help me? Right. Because I don't pray to be holy. Right. I pray to keep from cussing people out. Right. Okay, so I need divine help. Here's the thing. Everybody at work is going through something. Right. Everybody. We, man, people, we we front and fake. Mm. How you doing, Brian? Oh, right. I'm, I'm doing I'm well. great, man. You're man. right. Yeah. 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 Life is kicking my behind. It is. So here's the thing. I In the morning, I get up, and we talk about what you do in the morning. Yeah. I get up to say, okay, God, I need to get through this day. Mm-hmm. These four people I'm going to deal with today get on my last nerve. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be on edge. I need some peace ahead of time. That's a good one. Now, that's what I, I, I asked for that in the morning. I said, give me peace ahead of time because, dude, it's madness mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. So the ticking time bomb person is coming to work. Mm-hmm. They're going back home. They're coming to work. They're going back home. And right. this unresolved issue. Still fester. Because when they go off over this report that you're talking about, that re- they don't care about that report. Not that report. Yeah. No. They like kids, spouse, yep. bills. Yep. And and so what you're dealing with when you see that angry outburst, mm-hmm. dude, it's it's more than this meeting or this report or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So put your manager hat back on. Okay. How would you deal with the ticking time bomb as a manager? I wouldn't let them disrupt the workplace. Mm-hmm. Now, if I saw it, for instance, you know, you sit and see somebody seething. Mm-hmm. If I saw I'm sitting at the desk seething, and I can read that because I, I want to look and see what people I'm working with. Mm-hmm. I say, look, come on, let's go downstairs, grab a coffee, Coke, soft drink, whatever it is you do on your break, and... Let's see if I can help you at least talk through it. Mm-hmm. Now, as a manager, when I would take somebody out, I actually found I was working in uh, uh, Arizona at the time, and we had a park across the street from the office. Right. And I would take people out of the office building to the park. Well, there was something yeah. about the, the the little river going by and yeah. the birds and the trees. People just went, mm. yeah, and said, you know what I'm dealing with? And most of the time, it wasn't work. Mm. Most of the time, it was something else. Man, somebody had some health issues. Somebody had family issues. The kids were doing whatever. So the ticking time bomb person usually has more than just that one thing. Right. And as a as a manager or supervisor, I want to have a talk. Yeah. Now, I'm going to establish boundaries. Hey, we, you can't blow up on your coworker. Correct. So that can't happen. But look, if you're running through this, let me help you. If our company has the employee assistance programs, let me help you. Oh, I, yeah. I want to show genuine concern for this person. Yes. But I can't let you mess up the team because you got some issues. So that's, that's a great that's a great point about yeah. the um about the employee assistance programs and just having a manager that can show compassion. Oh man. And like genuinely connect oh, with, with that person. And just like, hey, if you're going through something, just let me know. Like we may be able to work out where you just, just take a day. Maybe you can work from home and just kind of get a break or maybe you just need a week off. And you know what that would buy you? Uh-huh. So much loyalty from that person. True. That's true. If, if, yeah. you, if you care enough about me, right, right, right. Me on a personal level, mm-hmm. oh man, mm-hmm. what you need me to do? Next time I'm straight, what you need me to do? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one. I think this is this is one of my favorite ones to discuss too. <laughs> the woe is me. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Dude, okay, yeah. we all got problems, right? Yeah. I promise this happened. Somebody comes into work. Uh-huh. Man, it's so rough. Okay, and they lay out all their problems. Yeah. You was having a good day before they walked yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. 
by the time they finish talking, you want to commit suicide. Yeah, we, we've all had that that one friend or three that yeah. uh, the the world revolves around them. Yeah, and like their problems are always the more present thing, no matter what. They come in, hey, how you doing, girl, boy? <laughs> did you know? Oh, let me tell you what they did now. I can't stand him. You know? And it's just like, come on, man. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. But eventually that wears on people to the point where... It's negative. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk to you every day. Yeah, it's negative. You know what I mean? So, um, the what, what was me? So here's the description. It seems like everyone is out to get this employee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's the landlord that's demanding unreasonable rent increase. Parents or siblings take up too much of their time. Or maybe just the coworker who ain't pulling their weight on a joint project. All right. Or, or, Once, they just, or they just got hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you shared that with me today, Bill. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's messing up my lunchtime aspirations, I'll tell you that. CVS is two blocks away. <laughs> I think they got preparation. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and, and you usually can't solve the problem anyway. No. Whatever no, they're mad about, no. you'd be like, okay, Lord, just help me get through this one. So here, here's the kicker, though. Okay. One thing is for sure, it's never their fault. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. never their fault. No. no. So again, as a coworker, here's how I would deal with it. I'll repeat the human connection. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to try to establish a relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. If this is somebody that I'm going to be working side by side with on a daily basis mm-hmm. and their performance in some way affects how I perform my job or my responsibilities or anything like that, mm-hmm. I need to not keep them at arm's length and form a combative relationship with them mm-hmm. or turn to be the office snitch and just trying to go tell the boss they need to get rid of this person. Mm-hmm. Okay. First, let me see if I can establish a relationship. Mm-hmm. And if I can establish a, a good rapport, good relationship with them, I can listen and then I can offer solutions mm-hmm. to see if, if they want to take accountability. Now, if the trend continues that they don't want to take accountability, <laughs> I don't really know what to do for you, to be honest with you. Well, now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Let's talk about complainers. Yeah. Plenty of them. Complainers often complain because it gives them a slight feeling of moral superiority. When I say that, here's the problem I have, Mm -hmm. and you should fix it. Mm -hmm. So how, when they come in, you know, if I'm going to tell you all the things that happen, oh, man, let me tell you, my kids are this, my spouse is this, or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Dude, you got kids, and you got your own spouse. Right. Okay, so... Of what benefit is that to you? Well, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about me. Right. Complaining means I'm looking at my own navel. I am I am engrossed in my own selfishness. Yes. Because you may have some of the same problems, and you're coming in and say, okay, God, give me some peace. Let's go for it. Right. So that whole thing is very draining because it is self-centered and it's very selfish. Yeah. So it's okay. If, we, if we're cool, I say, man, pray for me because, you know, going through a rough time. Well, that's one thing. Yeah. Versus, man, let me tell you all, and start reciting, and it pulls energy out of you, yep. out of them. So, yeah, it's it's a negative. And you're right. Like, that, it's, it's very self-centered, and especially for somebody who's about positivity, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that's a test. It's like, okay, are you just going through something now, or is this like, like a constant thing? Mm-hmm. And the way you can do that is just start offering 
tips on like having a more positive mindset and see how they respond. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it for a few weeks because initially people who are in a negative space, a continuous negative space, Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear anything about positivity. Mm -mm. And so like those first few days are going to be rough. Mm -hmm. And then you constantly come in and just be like, yo, like have a positive day. Everything's a positive activity. Everything's about optimism, right? And if they want to throw something at your head, right, 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 right. then you're getting your job done. And then check back in two weeks later and see if they're starting to catch on. Right. But then you know if they're ready to take accountability for themselves. Say, if they're ready to do that. Right. Now, I got one trick. Let's, mm-hmm. say, let's say you don't have that much time. Mm-hmm. And you want this person away from your body, away from your space. Ask them this. This is one question. So what do you think should be done? Mm. Now, a couple of things happen. There's a subtle way of saying... Okay, let's move to solutions. Right. But also, if they're just complainers and they're not looking for a solution, right. they'll be very angry at you for asking them that question. Right. And they will go down the hall and complain to somebody else, which is quite okay by me. I'm not right. trying to fix the world. No, I'm trying to so, fix the yeah. world. What, what do you want to be done? You know, how do you, how do you want this to end? That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, here you go. As a manager. Mm-hmm. As a manager, how do you manage what was me? Now, let me give you a little toss-up. Okay. Woe is me, as it relates to a manager, it's always going to be, hey, you know, oh, I'm, I was so late this morning. I'm sorry. You know, the, the kids got sick last night, or, you know, I had a nail in my tire, or you know, my mom called this morning, or I, I couldn't sleep last night because my hemorrhoids bad. Yeah. Now you got me talking yeah. about hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah, but there's always a problem. Yeah, there's always a problem. It's always a problem. Well, okay, this is gonna be ugly. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we talk about the real world. We'll laugh and joke about it, but here's the real world. If you're not bringing value to that job, mm-hmm. and you're making your boss have to work harder to get work done, right? You're not gonna be long, right? With your problems, right? So I try not. You know, I tell people try not to add being unemployed to your list of problems. <laughs> <laughs> Because if your woe is me and that boss needs you to get work done, right. <laughs> you're not going to be around long. <laughs> oh, mercy. Yeah. So so, so what, what was the tip that you gave about, like, managing the uh, managing the woe is me person? Uh, if, it's, if it's a woe is me person, if, if I'm a manager, mm-hmm. I say, okay, how do you need this to end? What's the solution? Right. Because now you're moving them from, you're moving them from, complaining mm-hmm. to thinking about how it should be solved. Right. And sometimes they do feel kind of overwhelmed and they just need to go, man, we can fix this. Yeah. So you want to change that thinking. Now, if they don't want to hear about solutions, psst. Yeah. I mean, keep moving on. Yeah, we, we, can't, we can't solve the world's problems. Nope. We can't solve everybody's problems. Can't even solve my own. <laughs> Say that again. I can, yeah. Anyway. All right. The, the last personality tip. Okay, who we have? The ego monster. Lord have mercy. Yeah. For any of you people that have been struggling with profanity, this is where that's going to kick in. You're going to need some divine help to get through this one because the ego monster will make you want to cuss. <laughs> they, hold it. They know everything. I know we're yeah. not going to talk about anybody in popular culture, but mm-hmm. they know everything. They're smarter than everybody. Uh, you bring up something. Oh, yes, we've done that before. Or you have an idea. Well, that's not. In other words, when they're finished, the room is so filled with them. Yep. Nobody else can function. That's it. Oh, All that right. hurts, man. That so hurts. This, this is what the 
this is what the description of the ego monster says. Talk to me, talk to me. This. There isn't a project out there that the ego monster won't take credit for. <laughs> They're the first to claim responsibility for a great idea and the first to abandon a project <laughs> if someone is uncertain. <laughs> They're constantly looking out for number one, often to the detriment of other colleagues. I want you to start off with this one. As a manager, if you were a manager, how would you deal with the ego monster? If if they report to me. Yes. Okay. I have to I have to pray here. I dislike extremely the ego people. Mm-hmm. Struggling people. When people are very, very good and very, very capable, I very rarely heard the, hear them say how good I am. Mm-hmm. When you're okay, you know you're okay. If I'm okay, I know that God has given both of us specific gifts, certain gifts. I'm good with that. So if he's given us these gifts and we use them to help people and do whatever, we're good. Why do we have to go out of the room and say, hey, I'm smart. I'm good. I'm I'm capable. Mm-hmm. You know, So an ego person needs to do this so that they convince not just other people, but they're convincing themselves. Right. Because it really is an insecure spot inside of them. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And you shouldn't smack them. <laughs> you shouldn't smack them. But em. you want to. You, you, you want to. I mean, well, I mean, one day you were telling me a story about somebody that was trying to move up mm-hmm. in, in whatever, and you could just smell ego on every discussion. Right. All day. All day. I mean, in every discussion, me, 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 I, I, I. Yeah, and they're they're there. <laughs> they're there. So, as a coworker, as a coworker, though, mm-hmm. again, I, I go to establishing a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if I want to, if I have to work with this person side by side every day, mm-hmm. okay, the ego is clearly, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly going to annoy. Everything out of me. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Just because of who I am. Yep. Absolutely. So I put my ego to the side. Yes. And I try to befriend them because the way I look at it is when somebody's ego is so dominant in their person. Yep. It's something else behind it. Dude, you're spot on. You see what I'm saying? You are spot on, my brother. And so, and so the way, um, the way that I would handle it is, let me try to form a relationship with this person again and get to know them. Let me understand what's ticking behind them and why their ego has began to dominate their person so much. Yes. And maybe by them having that relationship with me yes. and me working on continually staying humble and seeing the effect that 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 me being who I am and being humble and just just being positive is having on everyone else, including management, that type of thing. Yeah. Maybe that will get them yeah. to kind of tone down the ego a little <laughs> just bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, you said a couple of things, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are so 100% spot on. Mm-hmm. And I know you're a person of faith. As mm-hmm. crazy as we act, I kind of know where your head is. <laughs> right, right. But... Because you're a person of faith, you said, let me take my ego and put it to the side mm-hmm. and let me find out what's going on with this person. Now, you tapped into a couple of things real quick. When you have the ego monster, it is 99.9% a product of someone's low self-esteem right. that they have to continually put themselves out there. Right. So you're saying, let me go to the side, let me befriend them, mm-hmm. 
and let me get through that. In other words, don't let my ego, which is self, again, right. go to war with your ego. Mm. Neither one of us went on that one. No, you don't. And then who cares? This is the one I've got to figure out. Who cares who wins? The person with the ego, that sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> who cares who wins? Right. Because, you know, sometimes it's okay to... You want to be the smartest guy in the room? Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. And and, and, and and that's my thing, right? So yeah. it's okay. Humility says, I don't care who wins. Yes. Yeah. As long as I've learned something out of the situation. Absolutely. And so when it comes to work, humility says, hey, I have my responsibilities and I have the relationships that I've been forming over time, right? So I don't care if you want to take credit for this project. I know my contributions. Absolutely. And the people who are above me, for the most part, for the most part. Yeah. All, it's not like this all the time, but a lot in my experience, a lot of times, they know who's they know contributing who what. Absolutely. Absolutely. They know who's contributing what. And can I throw, I got to throw another faith thing in here. Go. Man, we were created with gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. Those came from our creator. I can't take yours, and you can't take mine. Mm -hmm. I have to believe that I have them, and I'm functioning using them. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can say or do. If this connection is working, right. it's going to throw that off. Nah. You can walk in and say, I'm the greatest. And you know what? It's okay. But what he gave me, right. he gave me. That's I'm true. Good. That's I'm true. good with that. So for all my faith people out there, right. <laughs> rest in the gifts that you were given, and don't worry about somebody else bragging about what they think they may or may not have. True. It's not worth the effort. All right. So I'm, I'm not sure that you, that I know we covered it from the coworker standpoint. Yeah. So real quick before we close out this episode. From the boss. Yeah. How would you man, how would you manage the ego monster? Dude, if I am a boss and this person reports up through my chain of command, mm -hmm. if I see them exhibit behavior, behavior that hurts another coworker. Right. Because of their egos, I'll shut it down. And I won't, because I know the ego, it's not about yelling, screaming, hey, let's talk, whatever. And let them know these other people do bring value. You bring value, but you don't bring any more value than these other people. Gotcha. We need the team. So I try to bring them back in. If they were abusive, mm -hmm. oh, man, and I saw it, mm -hmm. that's a hard one for me to deal with. Because I don't, I don't particularly respect a person that takes advantage of somebody else and I'm greater than you. Yep. That's, not a, that's not a cool thing. That's it. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 27, 27. of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Yes, yes. Again, uh, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Is BTC. Uh, YouTube, search Beyond the Cubicle. Yes. Uh, you can see the, the episodes, the, uh, the video of the episodes there as well. Yes. And we will catch y'all on episode 28. And please hit like, five stars. Five stars, five, five stars. stars. Five stars. Share with somebody else. Five hit stars, like. Five stars. And we'll rock it out. We'll rock it out. Mm -hmm.